1: what's going on everybody and welcome back to another episode of no other pod i'm jimmy along with my good buddy dan Uh, merry christmas again to those of you who celebrate happy new year uh it's coming up here in a couple days we are recording this on december 29th and uh almost out of this godforsaken year but dan how's it going
2: dude uh it's great
1: man did you get did you get everything
2: uh you wanted from santa claus this year
1: <laughs> i uh it's a busy couple of days for me because i got my birthday on christmas eve and then and then christmas i know you're not that far off from that because your birthday's about a week or so before but yeah it was it was a good couple of days i got some uh some really good cooking stuff that i wanted because i've been cooking a lot more got some uh some gaming stuff and and yeah nice. I'm, I'm set up for a while
2: well i met my mom in uh, about 30 minutes away at a turnpike rest stop uh area mm-hmm. and we kind of exchanged gifts loaded each other up in the cars and and called each other on the phone in the cars and yeah. opened up gifts in respective cars well, there you go uh, hey
1: you do what you got to do hey
2: 2020 that's all you got to say 2020 like yeah. you do what you can uh then my father was like well we'll just come up we'll come all the way and i'm like works for me yeah, there you <laughs> I'm go. meeting meeting people halfway. I don't got to do that.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's. Uh. I mean, my family lives out in L. A. And this no, we kind of doing every other year thing. Thanksgiving here, Christmas there, and and vice versa. And this was supposed to be the year that we were going to be on the West Coast for Christmas. Technically, obviously, that didn't happen. But you know, my family and I, we we Facetimed each other when we were opening each other's gifts, and and so I got to see. Uh, you know, I got Eddie. A, a really awesome chief's jacket that he was super excited about kind of one of those like 90s style like oh yeah starter looking chief's jackets that he was he's out about. there in california
2: man just hanging out starter jacket where you zip it up and catch your chin <laughs> hair in it You're like oh dear god shouldn't he's, have grown that goatee yeah
1: no he's one of those he's one of those that can pull off a jacket even if it's like 90 degrees outside he's just got that look of like where he, he can do it So it is
2: interesting why he would want that uh Living in California, but yeah. uh, well, hey, his girlfriend's a big
1: Patriots fan apparently. So he was oh. like, she. It was what she was on a FaceTime with him while we were also on a FaceTime with him simultaneously. He he opens it up and he immediately go, looks to her and he goes, "You're gonna hate this," and it makes me so happy.
2: <laughs> is she a Patriots fan? Patriots fan? Is she a Patriots fan or is she a, a Tom she's Brady from, fan? She's from Boston. Oh, so she loves so. Cam Newton and all that and all their <laughs> missing the playoff shit show. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that, that was good. And I got my other brother a, uh, a the official cookbook from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I saw that. I saw so. that was a thing. Yeah. He, <laughs> hey, he that blue that.
2: milk. That blue milk is vegan, my friend.
1: Yeah, because it's not actually milk. I didn't yeah. try it when I was there. I was like, eh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip this.
2: I hear it's delicious. But when you say, I'll take the blue milk, that's like saying, uh, give me some of the yellow stuff
1: right yeah. there yeah they got some they got some good food there um so i i enjoyed it so just about I,
2: just about 15 dollars for a pretzel no big deal <laughs>
1: yeah I, I went back in uh in february before the pandemic like was in full bloom and i like it doesn't feel like it was this year i look at that i'm like that was another hey, lifetime
2: you ain't telling me nothing i had two trips booked to the same place oh my god it's
1: <laughs> it just it was wild but hey when you get to go it's pretty cool so. Well, we got
2: greener pastures, man. We we get to inject some kind of vaccine into our bodies here in a hey, half a year or something, you know.
1: Give it to me when it comes. I'll, I'll take it.
2: old man McConnell blocking some stimulus checks. Oh it's God. a it's I a just, whole
1: thing. I'll tell you. I mean, you know, we we is have. This a
2: recap show, by the way.
1: <laughs> there's not a lot of. We got. So we we're gonna talk the new signing. Don't worry. It's <laughs> uh, you know, we got that. And other than that, there's not a lot of sporting news. There is some league news that we'll talk about, but. The only political thing I'll say, I guess, and and this, this should satisfy both extremes of, of the spectrum, I would think, is like when Bernie Sanders and Josh Hawley are on the same side of something, like, you know, That's craziness strange. is happening. That's super strange. So and I'm sitting there and I'm being like, I, my brain is breaking, but they're both saying something that I generally agree with. And they're on the same team. And I'm like, what is going on? So yeah. it's like, uh, like uh, yeah. uh, Bush and Saddam having world peace
2: or something. You know,
1: <laughs> what the hell? This is weird. But uh, did you you, uh, you get you got what you wanted for Christmas and and whatnot?
2: Yeah, man, I got a I got a DJ video game. I've been mixing up some hits oh, in what's my living room.
1: I think I know what it. It's called uh, Fuser. Yep, Fuser. I saw a video about that. And I was trying to remember it. It's, I heard it's, it's a little,
2: novel. it's a little more intense than I uh, I imagined because it's yeah. like, hey, you can change the tempo, the yeah. key. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is this is crazy. And I have a whole new respect for anyone that DJs or EDM dance music. Yeah. It's before i was just like these guys just put on a mask and spin some records oh no
1: (laughs) yeah you have to know yeah tempos and 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 keys and whatnot to know okay if i i'm gonna speed this up to you know 147 beats per minute and then bring this down to match and then change the key slightly and like those mashups don't happen out of nowhere
2: then you throw on some sean paul and it's like oh why are you ruining it sean paul you get that (laughs) disc out of here
1: i don't know what he's saying anymore You'll get crowd
2: requests, by the way. They'll be like, I want to hear here's some country. I'm like,
1: You got it. Get some bonus points. <laughs> you got Marissa and the dogs in the background just dancing to your beats. It's actually the best. She'll
2: she'll help me. Like if I miss a request, she'll be like, Oh, that person right there wants to hear some guitar.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. See, I didn't I didn't get that. I did uh, well actually it hasn't come yet. My dad he 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 messaged me. He's like, Did you get this? And I'm like, didn't know I was getting that. And he goes, That's weird. He looks and he goes, Oh, it's on back order to in January. But uh like a a flight stick so i could play like star wars squadrons or microsoft flight simulator and like be actually sitting here like with a throttle and a flight stick and just be like flying around on on my uh my monitor
2: here so hey that comes to game pass uh next year sometime flight simulator
1: i'm excited that's why i'm I'm, I'm ready i got the the stick and the throttle and everything in the meantime i'll be playing squadrons and taking down some tie fighters
2: can't you fly over people's houses and stuff
1: yeah yeah you can it's like a full-blown like map of the world yeah like
2: google like bing maps or something like that microsoft
1: fly to olathe and land in uh, the field behind your house <laughs> the freaking middle school that'd be
2: nuts <laughs> oh man you got me excited
1: so yeah no it's it's been a good time and i'm excited too i got an instant pot so yeah, i'm gonna use that that's a great it does it double as an air fryer it does that's it does. the best
2: i wish i would have done that yeah i didn't do my research i just got an instant pot
1: yeah no my dad found one on like super sale there's like a 300 instant pot he got for like 70 bucks whoa so it's uh, Do you about that. fry
2: some stuff, man. Get some wings going. Let me know if it's good because I haven't done that before.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna try that. I got a cast iron skillet that I've never had before, so those that's are good. gonna be good. And then uh, burger cooking. I'm I'm venturing into the realm of hot sauces. So I, I uh, there's there's a hot sauce company out of Austin, Texas that I've been recommended a couple times called Yellow Bird, and I think wow. they're vegan. I think they're all vegan, all organic hot sauces but the best hot sauce should be vegan
2: yeah like why are you adding butter and milk to it it should just be cayenne pepper and
1: salt well so i I got like the five sauce sampler where it's got like the jalapeno the blue agave sriracha the serrano the habanero and then the ghost pepper and oh my god they're all so good ghost pepper can't be good this one well i was worried because i'm like i don't know but they it's like smoky ghost pepper and it's like it almost is like it almost has a barbecue sauce flavor to it but then you get that lingering like building heat from the ghost pepper but it's not like you bite it and your mouth is instantly on fire it's good flavor to it so my
2: my mom got me some seasonings from australia okay some kind of vegan seasonings some vegemite the the, the way they put their nutrition facts it's instead of calories they list like it says energy yeah and i'm like goddamn energy all right (laughs) give me the energy Uh, this has 70 energies per serving i don't know (laughs) what that means
1: yeah i think that gives you more health points so yes you can level up
2: it's definitely healthier days if you don't pay attention to the sodium sodium doesn't count <laughs> exactly
1: so no i'm excited and yeah we'll uh you know we'll see what the new year brings for for sport in kc well the new uh,
2: year by the way is about to bring an icy storm that's for sure
1: yeah well here in, in lee summit today there i woke up and, and there was some snow and some ice on the ground and i was gonna go out and 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 do a couple of like grocery shopping and whatnot today and i looked and i was like well i'm gonna let it melt maybe tomorrow we'll mm. see yeah, not today. No, it's out no, of the question. No, but uh, but let's let's talk a little... Well, first off, if you're going into the new year and you want to be healthy and you want a clean butt, make sure you go to hellotoshicom slash no other and get 10% off your bidet because it'll be life-changing. We've said it before. We'll say it again.
2: Jimmy, I gave my entire family bidets.
1: <laughs> How did that go? All,
2: all of them. It was great. We, yeah. we thought they'd be so standoffish about it. We thought they'd be like, you know, very suburban, very, uh, you know, old fashioned American, like, no, you're not touching my beehole, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but it's, everyone was pretty excited. They're like, okay, uh, is this hard to to set up? And I said, I put it together. It's not hard. Right. Like if I can do it, anyone can do it. You know, my mechanic stepfather can do it. You'll be fine. Right. I drilled a hole in my cabinet for God's sakes to get some hot water connections,
1: <laughs>
2: but the, so they're uh, excited. They're excited, and and the, you know they got the spa ones that have the hot or cold, or cold water. Yeah. Um, it's worth it, guys. If you go check that out, I know a lot of a lot of our listeners have actually been getting
1: them. Yeah, so. that's awesome.
2: Ten percent off, man. Ten percent off coupon. No other.
1: hello slash no other. Go check it out, and uh, and make sure you leave us a five star rating and review on Apple podcast if that's mm. what you use it. Uh, we we don't have any new reviews to read this week, but we will appreciate it going into the new year getting some new reviews so let's uh make sure you hit that as well but let's let's switch to some sporting KC stuff for now we knew we i think we even joked that this would happen although we thought it would happen with the re-entry draft we're like hey we're recording this on monday because scheduling wise i couldn't do it on tuesday last week and we were like when we do this there's gonna be some some roster news on tuesday never fails And, and wouldn't you know it sporting KC signed 25 year old central midfielder remy walter a, a frenchman uh, who's played in league one most recently came from turkey and yeah it was kind of like okay well this is like the first big move of the year outside of the Beazler not coming back and and we missed it by a week but that's okay it kind of gave us a little bit of time to to, to research him a bit more because he's not a household name and, and figure out sort of how sporting case he's going to use him and what we think so uh give me your first thoughts
2: my first thought is when do the ratatouille comparisons start (laughs) because that is Patton oswald's character in
1: ratatouille well (laughs) you know we clearly there's a tifo idea built into this there it is dude there it is little chef all right yeah (laughs) he's gonna be pulling the strings from the midfield just like the rat is pulling the hair of the chef yep tell me tell me it's not there man (laughs) <laughs> tell me, tell me, you can't
2: do a tifo of him on like Peter Vermees's head, you know, pulling, pulling his, hair. his hair or something. I mean, exactly. Peter Vermees doesn't have a lot of hair, but he'll get some. Yeah, you uh, can do it. it. It was different, right? I was like, oh, okay. Now everyone on Twitter kind of goes, well, I guess that answers our Felipe Gutierrez uh, uh, concern. That's a little overboard because sport i think sporting saw everyone freaking out so they made a they made a point to post on their website and release a post saying uh we're still in contract talks with felipe gutierrez mainly saying all of you calm down right it's gonna be fine (laughs) we're good but this this is still addressing a need i mean it's just midfield depth which is something we didn't have this year you know, yeah. Roger was only healthy half the time and and then we were playing the young midfield all freaking season. So I, I'm excited, man. And any, any time an international comes in is good for the league and it's good for the team because we get to see overseas talent, you know, someone we wouldn't have normally seen. And he didn't just play for some small name clubs. I mean, he was with some well-known clubs.
1: He was with Nice, which is a very well-established <laughs> club in League One in France.
2: Yeah, who uh, who coaches that? Didn't Patrick Vieira uh Double I think it was that.
1: Vieira was over at, at Nice for a bit. Yeah. I don't know if he's still there, but he definitely no. was for a bit. Uh, and then he went over to uh, the Turkish first division in a club whose name I'm going to butcher, but I believe it's uh, Yeni Meladiaspor. Uh, and he yeah. played, played nine super league matches there and, and left the club in the summer. So it sounds like this is a free transfer, which is good for sporting KC. That's great. No, no, uh, no associated transfer fee. He's got a three-year contract with SKC uh through 2023 with an option for 2024 he's a little smaller So i guess
2: we like him a little bit to commit to three years i mean come on
1: well peter had actually said i forget where i read this i don't remember if it was in the sporting kc news release or if it was in a kc star article about it or what but peter said that they actually tried to acquire him last year they've been tracking him for about a year from now and and at the time it just lined up better for him to try to go over to to Turkey. But he said, hey, we stayed in contact with him. It didn't work out over there for him. So we he said, hey, we're still interested. Why don't you come over here? And so that, that's how he ends up over here.
2: Well, with the pandemic, I'd say uh, he lucked out and, and didn't have to come over here on a year that that all happened.
1: It was very, yeah. I mean, it, soccer was strange all over the, the world. But I mean, like the MLS just, it was such a weird year for, for MLS but this is, I mean, look, when, when people asked us what was on our Sporting KC transfer wish list, midfield depth was definitely something on our list. Uh, the transfer market lists uh, Remy Walter at both a number eight and a number six. So for those who don't know, number eight's more of like that sen- traditional central midfielder box to box. The old Zusi role. The old Zusi role, uh, the, the Roger role, although Roger's a little bit more of an enforcer at number eight than somebody like Remy Walter could be. But, but it's, it's sort of that traditional central midfield player, but he can also play number six, which is that central defensive midfielder position that Ilié traditionally plays. And that is a position that I really wanted Sporting KC to sign because as much as I like Ilié, I wanted somebody to push Ilié. And I also wanted to cover because we don't have anybody outside of Ilié. Granted, Buzio can slide in there, but, and maybe Buzio can develop into a really fantastic number six. But having two people who their more natural position is that defensive midfield role, That's something that was very uh, important, I thought, for Sporting KC to address. And it sounds like, based off of what Peter Vermees has said, that that Remy Walter is going to actually be that competition for Iliad at the number six, but he can also play the number eight as well. He said, uh, that's what we got him in for as a central defensive midfielder. The fact that he can play, for us, he can play on all three of the positions, the two attacking and the number six. It helps us with the ability that a player can play in multiple positions. That's an important thing for us. And then he goes on to talk about how he's a good passer. He's very good in possession. He's got a good engine on the field. He can win the ball. He can give a final pass. He's well-rounded. He's two-way. So it sounds like in Peter's mind, this is almost a shot across the bow of Illier saying, hey, you know what? This The number six spot's not yours guaranteed. Let's you know step up and show what you got. That's true. Even on
2: a year where Ilié... Illier- <laughs> Came back from his little time off that he, he had that he had to take and uh, played really well, mm-hmm. you know. So that's interesting. That's a, the gauntlet has been has been thrown.
1: And, you know, we don't know yet what's going to happen with Roger Espinoza. He's still out of or, contract. Or Felipe. Or Felipe. Now, I think you're right in that people sort of looked at the signing and they freaked out. And a lot of people said, oh, you know, my God, Felipe is not coming back. Sure. And, and then, I don't think
2: that's unwarranted. I think that's a fair reaction. I mean, it's a little if a little knee jerk, whatever.
1: Yeah, and and Sporting KC not only put out that article that was like, well, no, like, hey, we're still talking with them. They also selected uh, Felipe Gutierrez on Tuesday afternoon as part of the the stage two reentry draft. After both rounds occur, teams have the ability to then select their own players who were available for the re-entry process. It's a weird no mechanic. One took him? Nobody took him. It's a weird mechanic. Is that strange? No. I mean, the re-entry draft's weird. It's okay.
2: It, well, it's all weird. I mean, we have a few drafts.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't fully get the strategy of why people do or don't take pe- I mean, well, I know in the first round, if you take somebody, you, you take them at what their previous contract option was. Right. Uh, You know, for, maybe people looked at him and they're like, yeah, we're not going to, be able to come to some sort of an agreement here with him that sporting case hasn't already offered or he doesn't fit with our plan i don't know but basically what happened is by selecting gutierrez with this mechanic of being able to select your own players after phase two sporting now holds the right of first refusal for felipe gutierrez in mls so See, this is
2: good because my wife was like i don't really understand the re-entry draft what is that and i go I don't really understand it either. Let me get to Jimmy. I'll get back to you.
1: <laughs> so it's it's a little complicated, but I think the easiest way to say it is the re-entry draft is for players who are not eligible right off the bat for MLS free agency, which requires a certain number of years served and of being right. a certain age.
2: Yeah, i to be 37 years old, correct, right? Yeah, but but they're no, out of...
1: <laughs> don't agree with that. That's not true. No, it's at 20 it was 29 29 now it's like 28 or 26 it's getting younger It, it changes year by year with the cba but uh basically the rancher draft is for people who are out of contract but do not qualify for mls free agency now that obviously doesn't mean they can't go sign elsewhere with whoever they want to mls has these weird roster mechanisms but what it does mean is that mls teams basically can select the rights to these players so if they ever want to come back to mls say Felipe leaves doesn't sign for MLS goes plays in Chile but wants to come back if Sporting owns his rights they're the ones who get first crack at him Hmm. so it's all very strange but there was a weird thing that happened where Austin selected Joe Corona in the expansion draft but Houston, but he was also eligible for the re-entry draft so houston actually selected joe corona in the re-entry draft which means even though austin selected him as part of the expansion draft houston actually owned his rights because they selected him in the re-entry draft so if austin actually wanted him they now had to pay houston to get him even though they selected him in the expansion draft is that it's a weird mls it's a weird mls loophole i don't think he wants to be in austin i don't think he's gonna end up i think he's gonna go back to mexico oh really but there's just like all these weird, only in MLS type things that happen. So, okay, it's very strange. All that is to say, I'm excited for Remy Walter. <laughs> so we'll yeah, we'll see we what be. happens. Did you uh, did you watch the highlights that the club put up of him?
2: I did. Sounds like uh, maybe he'll be the penalty taker. You know, we've kind of had that spot been it's kind of been open for a while. It's been many different people. So yeah.
1: I would so, guess that if Polito is healthy, it's still polito's spot to to take, I would think. Yeah, probably. but I think
2: Polito can have whatever he wants because he makes that money.
1: Right. But since Benny left and until Polito came, there really wasn't a designated penalty kick taker.
2: nah. Nice. Illier was it for a while and and then uh, who else who else stepped up there johnny's uh, taken
1: some yeah uh zussi i think once or twice took took some uh, felipe has taken some like it's just been sort of this like rotating it's cadre of of people who have taken penalty kicks when it you went from very clearly it's benny fellhaber he is the one who takes the penalties to now it's just kind of like oh who can win that sort of argument on the field when the penalty is called because right. they all gather around the ball and they're like i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna do it see what happens
2: it is interesting. Like you feel like that would be, that, that would be discussed ahead of time. Like, right. You know, football teams, uh, there's no question who's on the uh, kickoff team. You know, uh, no, I'm on kickoff team. No, I'm going to kick today. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so, very
1: strange. Very much so. But you know, it's, I think this will just add one more person who can take it to the stable of people who can take it. And you know, his, his highlights were interesting because the one goal that they showed him that was like a not or one of the goals they showed that was a non-penalty goal like it was an okay shot but like the keeper kind of messed up on the clear and so to kind of bounced into sure. the goal and then there's a lot of penalty kicks so you're kind of like yeah these sure. are good but like he's a midfielder
0: show
1: me show me him making some good defensive runs and, and slide tackles and stealing the ball and like that's yeah. what i wanted to see there
2: wasn't any defense it was all kind of uh you know passes and and uh you know uh assist and everything
1: yeah so we'll see uh blue testament reported that the french newspaper l'équipe is reporting that remy walter will make around eight hundred thousand dollars per season until 2024 what's the name of the paper (laughs) l'équipe
2: just had to have that in case you guys missed it i need you to hear it again
1: (laughs) so uh yeah i mean you know that's not a small amount of money so i mean that's not a that's not the amount of money you pay somebody who who's going to come in and just sit on the bench so, we'll see. For those of you who are FIFA fans, he's apparently rated a 71 in FIFA 21. Take not know what that means. Well. Is that
2: good? Is that good? Uh, it's not bad. Well, most I mean, sporting midfielders are in the 60s or something, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, it's not, you know, messy. But it's not, you know, it's better than a lot of MLS midfielders. Hmm. So, we'll see. But yeah, and then don't worry about Felipe. He might still come back. We'll see. So, it's... uh. It'll be interesting. Um, Beasler is listed as a free agent from from SKC, uh, Roger Espinosa, uh, and Eric Hurtado um, as well. Well, Richard Sanchez also. Those are the, the people who are listed as eligible free agents from Sporting KC. We obviously know Matt Beasler's not coming back. Last we heard, Hurtado and Roger Espinoza were still uh, in negotiations with the club, but we'll see. Nothing's for sure there either.
2: Yeah, we haven't heard anything yet, so
1: so we'll we'll let you know if we if we hear anything um i looked at this list of free agents i don't know who else, like there's there's a, there's names on there that you know but like you know there's there's not anybody who i'm like oh i think if you sign this person they're going to be an immediate asset to sporting casey so we'll just kind of have to see what happens uh who knows who knows well, yeah i
2: mean Beasler hasn't been popping up in any any recent uh articles for any other teams i I did see something about eric hurtado uh and why he'd be a good fit for the portland timbers Hmm. uh you know from like an sb nation uh post or something like that but yeah uh, i haven't seen anything like that on Beasley yet
1: i'm still i'm still expecting Beasley. like if i were a betting man i'd put my money on Beasley landing in austin just because of the josh wolf connection they're 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 building a team uh, out of nothing sense, man
2: and matthew mcconaughey is a freaking owner in that thing i mean that's yeah. all right
1: all right man that sounds great austin's a cool city that's you know parts of austin have kansas city-ish vibes and vice versa all right so. pictures
2: i've seen i i can kind of see that little plaza-ish at times and yeah uh we, we definitely want to make a trip some sometime man when we're when we're able you know
1: our guy uh drew vanderplug he's from He's from Austin, I believe. From Austin? Okay, so he's got to come
2: to and, and show us around. That makes sense.
1: He at least went to University of Texas in Austin for school. So oh. he knows Austin, I can tell you that. UT of A, all right. Yeah, they're, uh, I, Yeah, They're he and I have a little ongoing back and forth because USC and Texas have, have had their run-ins over the years. That's so, a thing, all right. Yeah, but I went down to Austin a couple years ago when USC played Texas and Austin's a great city. Lots of really good tacos. So delicious barbecue. It's the only other place outside of Kansas city that I've tried where I'm like, damn, this barbecue is, is up there. Nice. So it's good. But uh, yeah. So I I think that's, you know, that's a lot of the sporting KC specific news that, uh, that we wanted to cover this week. Um,
2: Yeah. Now you got the first week of January coming at us. It's probably going to probably going to start to ramp up a little bit as people start doing CBA negotiations. We're talking, (laughs) preseason i mean it's it's yeah. gonna ramp up soon
1: yeah definitely we uh we have some questions here connor bateman asked uh think remy plays more of the six or eight spot i think we kind of covered that i'm gonna based on what peter says he's gonna definitely start six i think but is that what do you think well, peter said he brought him in as a, a defensive midfielder but he can right. play across all three spots so i think there will be times where he plays across all three but i think slotting slotting in at that number six spot is probably what, what peter envisions right now
2: well, we didn't see much uh, number six roll on, on those highlights, all right? So who knows what the hell it he can be.
1: <laughs> uh, Cameron Corwin says, I need signing rumors, which there haven't been a lot more. Yeah, I've I'm, seen. I'm, you know,
2: MLS kind of shuts down around the holidays. So it's yeah. fun to get on here and do these shows and speculate a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I haven't I haven't heard much either.
1: The, you know, I mean, there's there's rumors about a bunch of other teams and there's always every year mls is like is this the year that Messi comes to mls and it's like no it's not so should we
2: start rumors right now should we start one <laughs> with, with, is that well, what you're asking us
1: alan Polito almost started a rumor on his instagram because That's he true. uh he put up you know excited to go back to to chivas and like a, a photo of him in the jersey and the colors and everything and people were freaking out and uh you know didn't realize that when he put that up on December 28th, it's basically their equivalent of April Fool's Day.
2: Oh, so, so it's a uh, Mexican December Fool's Day.
1: Yeah, I think it's called like Dia de los Innocence or something like that. And it's oh, like- Oh, the Day of Innocence. Yeah. All right. And I think it's like basically, yeah, it's like they're they're joking around it, but it even, it tricked some pretty major Mexican sports newspapers and outlets into thinking really? he's actually coming back.
2: Yeah, See, because he didn't post J-A, J-A, J-A. Well, apparently, which is how uh mexican people like to laugh which i didn't know at first i was like oh
1: yeah J has that h kind of sound in in spanish so it's like ha 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 it's that would be their version so i read
2: it as uh ja, da, da, da.
1: <laughs> but uh, the re- i mean shout out to daniel sperry he was the first person i saw kind of call attention to this but yeah he he daniel pointed sperry out speak spanish <laughs> i don't know if he's i don't i don't know what languages he all speaks but um i did he pointed out that apparently Polito put in all white text on the white part of the image the hashtag for diadeles innocence or however you say it so it was there and you could find it like hidden but it wasn't immediately obvious he just kind of like really threw it in there so oh wow so he got out the old microscope and figured it out he figured it out somehow i don't know if he was touching around and accidentally tapped on the, the hashtag or what but it's That's uh, funny he had people freaking out
2: well thanks alan way to way to scare us for some reason because we thought you
1: signed a multi-year deal but all right yeah so well I mean there were rumors too I mean halfway through the year that yeah Chivas was looking to bring him back and so he just kind of played into that and you know hopefully that's you know nothing more than just a a joke and not an actual cry for help yeah I
2: thought you know you think he wants to be
1: here I mean I don't know and hope they're treating him well
2: and yeah tough to say man uh, he well, speaks English too, right? Like, it's not like he's a, he's on an island or anything. No, himself. I think,
1: but I think it's, you know, I imagine it's hard moving to a new city, a new country. And then right after you move here, like the pandemic hits. So like, and then you get
2: injured. So you're even more,
1: right. You know, he down probably hasn't even really been able to experience Kansas City.
2: No, nah, I can't imagine. So that sounds rough.
1: Hopefully, you know, as, as vaccines continue to roll out over the next few months and, and whatnot things will start opening up again i saw disney you know on ice oh go ahead disney on ice is apparently coming to the t-mobile center in january i was like no
2: no they're not i don't need that they are that they just announced happen. it oh what so, are people
1: gonna go i mean
2: how many people are allowed to go
1: they said they're gonna cap it at 20 capacity and they'll sell it in pods of eight and whatnot which it's one thing to do it at a chiefs game because you're in a giant freaking open air stadium but like sure which i you...
2: still look at college football college football sucks yeah. They have not handled this thing well at all. No. no. And so, open air or not, like it's, I feel like none of this should be happening right now. And we wouldn't be, I feel like it's added to where we are right now. But hey, gotta have Probably. my football. Gotta Probably. have it. Gotta get me through the day. Such your lips. <laughs> gotta have Disney on ice. You're right. Well, don't get me wrong. <laughs> That's phenomenal production. I mean, right. it is. It is great. I've seen it. I, you've seen it? It's I've good, man. It. Yeah.
1: Uh, I saw it in Vegas.
2: You saw it? Wow. Was that a Cirque du Soleil thing? Was that no? Like, it was
1: actual Disney on Ice in <laughs> when I was there. Half was, naked Zumanity no, shit. No, there was no nudity in Disney on Ice.
2: I, I told you about my Zumanity experience, right? I got I pulled did. on stage. Yeah. Some lady took her boobies out. It was weird. Very uncomfortable. Yeah, kind of. My wife was laughing, so I was like, Well, eh, she's into it."
1: <laughs> oh my!
2: That's <laughs> fun, Cirque du Soleil stuff.
1: <laughs> you know, I've seen the Beatles Cirque du Soleil. That one was really good.
2: I have two. We were like fourth row for that wickedness.
1: Yeah. I wish Thomas I was high. Was really good. I've seen it that a couple w- times because every time like we've, we went, we saw it once and we went back a couple years later and we were kind of like, let's see it again.
2: I mean, you didn't have to be stoned to like, cause they made you feel that you were stoned. You're right. like, am I in the sixties? Right. Can you imagine if you were stoned? Like this is oh too much. God. Is that a giant That's- caterpillar?
1: <laughs> Very cool though. Um, let's see here. Emmanuel H says thoughts on the new kit and sponsor. I think we've talked about this before. We Manuel really... confused us
2: because <laughs> we, we were like
1: did did they announce something I should I have thoughts <laughs> right I I texted it to Dan I was like did I miss something and I'm like going through Sporting's Twitter and I'm going through the website and I'm like no okay it doesn't seem like this is the time where they would announce it okay. he made you do some work though that's for sure right but, he, he made uh, you use your day off he did yeah so you know I we'll see we don't I don't really know I mean I have no idea what the new kit design is going to be and, and we've speculated who could be a Kansas City sponsor but Who knows if it's going to be from Kansas City or not. I mean, maybe Compass Minerals becomes the main Jersey sponsor. That's maybe the the odds on betting favorite since they're already a sleeve sponsor. But maybe it's Children's Mercy. They come up with an expanded partnership there. You know, it'd be cool if it was Boulevard, but I doubt it'll be that because they already cut ties with them. So we'll see.
2: It'll be fun. I I, I always get excited for that. Jersey usually drops uh, the new kit is like February-ish. Yeah, that's
1: about when the sporting does it maybe t-mobile could do it and they'd really sort of like cement their investment in kansas city
2: yo so. that'd be cool and what if we had like t-mobile seats in the stadium like they have in uh, uh Bayern? yeah you know yeah. if you if you if you sit in those seats like you have to wear pink or something to keep yeah. the tea going
1: be pretty cool that'd be sick yeah so we'll see uh, this is this is an interesting question. Uh, one for you, one for me. Smith of Snow asks. I'm curious, what was the last time Dan Cooser ate meat? Oh Jesus! Do you remember?
2: Uh, probably probably something I called the Last Supper, and <laughs> I would. <laughs> I it, I was in Chicago, so I mean it would have been twenty like August of 2017, something like that.
1: Yeah. Cause you guys, you know, you, you just kind of decided at one point for various reasons that you were going to yeah. go vegan. It what and, and it was kind of cool. It was turkey, easy to do.
2: Right? Yeah, easy to do. I've done it before uh, in the past, but like it was easy to do in Chicago because like there were so many restaurants that were strictly vegan or had tons of vegan options. Yeah. Um, whereas in Kansas City, you got to kind of get creative sometimes. And uh, there's more popping up actually, but it's it's tougher here. Yeah. And, bro, meat up there is more expensive because they don't just have farms all around you know what I mean (laughs) whereas here it's it's not as expensive so people here don't like to buy all their veggies because oh it's so expensive well up there I was like I'll buy veggies (laughs) it's great yeah so yeah man it's been over three years that's for sure and I do not miss it
1: do you remember what like you think your last bit of meat would have been
2: it probably would have been a pizza because I love pizza like and I would eat and- it. I would eat it every day. My wife's sick of it. She's like, <laughs> I don't know how you have a love for pizza. I swear to God, I'm Sicilian sometimes. Yeah. I just, I love it.
1: Yeah. Pizza's, pizza's a good, pizza's pretty good. I think, you know, the hardest thing for me would be pizza would be tough. You just uh, can't
2: mess it up. I mean, even if you burn it, it a little bit, it's like, still good. The crust is great. It's
1: still good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there are ways to have good vegan tacos, but man, sure tacos that would be tough for me i love like a good street taco with some like skirt steak or or, or whatnot it's some carne asada like yeah
2: i've never been a taco fan oh you know? my
1: god i love but tacos. i'll
2: eat it i mean if you're buying
1: there's a there's a taco place here in in Lee summit uh, shout out to those of you who live over here uh tacos del mercadito it's like this little hole in the wall sort of like uh i think they have honduran items in there and Mexican items and other Mm. South American items, uh, for countries, obviously central and South America, South of Mexico, it's like a little like mini mart grocery store, but then they also have tacos and, and, uh, tamales and, and gorditas and like all of these different delicious, authentic Mexican food items that are like, Oh, it's perfect. Check it out. If you haven't, if you're in the Lee summit area. So Mm. I, so Smith of snow asked for me, what was the last time? jimmy played soccer oh lord and so i know well it, it depends on your definition of played soccer uh i the last time i actually played like an organized soccer game was probably when i was in the media game not this most recent season yes. but the season before i was jealous yeah i and and i this year i was gonna try to get us both in but obviously there was no media game because of the pandemic but mm-hmm. we, we, i was already laying the ground next year, next, so year. Maybe next year next year but, uh, but that was fun. That was, that was probably the last time I played like an organized game of soccer. If you want to talk about soccer league, it has been years and I do not remember.
2: <laughs> dude, we're going to start that hashtag, man. No other pod for media game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's a Next long year. hashtag,
1: but it'll, it'll work. <laughs> 2021. If there is a media game, fingers crossed, hopefully. Oh my gosh, dude. That's we'll, just uh, we'll be fun.
2: But that was also on the same day that I think I had the, the adult camp, the fantasy mm-hmm. camp. It might've been, I was, I was exhausted anyways. Cause I'd yeah. been in the sun all day and it was
1: yeah. so hot. I just remember that. Like I was so excited for it. I've been, I've been running, working out getting ready. Like, you know, Brittany and I would take the soccer ball out into the backyard and we'd be kicking it around, like kind of just trying to make sure that I like didn't make a total fool of myself. And then you, you get on a full-sized MLS pitch and you're like, my God, this is huge. <laughs> and it was, It's tough. Yeah. yeah. When
2: you play on a full-size field. That's what that's
1: what I play on in Lawrence. And
2: it's uh, if you're a midfielder, bro, you better get ready to run about six miles or so.
1: Well, and it was even it was a little easier for us because they didn't. Ha- it wasn't 11 on 11. It was like 16 on 16 or something like that. <laughs> right. You but, all look like you were kids out there chasing butterflies. Exactly. Well, everybody wanted to be a forward. So we were playing right? like, a, like a 1-1-14 formation.
2: I was like who's playing defense? <laughs> what is going on here? Why is it just the goalie against 16 people?
1: Yeah. And and you know, I'm not trying to put anyone on blast, but our keeper was not the best that day. Oh boy. So there was blame there was, the keeper. Always. There was some confusion about who, you know, you know, had to take a goal kick like the keeper had the ball and then handed it off to one of the defenders. And I was like, that's not allowed. What is happening? (laughs) Everything's allowed. Hartzell was out there trying to score a goal. (laughs) And I was like, stay on the microphone, Hartzell. We were, we were, you know, driving down the field and he stole it and started going the other way. And I was like, hold on. Yeah. What is this? (laughs) This is a real game. Damn it. I trained for this. I think we ended in a tie. I don't remember. So I had a header at one point. I know that off a goal kick. So it was, it was good so I, a I had in a, the goal no 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 no. it was it was oh, the, just like out in midfield somewhere the the, the, the opposing team's goalkeeper kicked uh-huh. it and it was coming in the air and i was like i got this and i headed it back toward the goal do
2: you have a bruise the next day i always get Probably. bruises
1: i like to say i had a secondary assist because i kicked the ball toward uh into the box and then i think daniel sperry kicked it over to sean goodwin who filed it into the uh corner of the net for the goal so
2: My favorite way to get assists is I would just boot and scoot, man. I would blast it to our forward, who was this young dude, super fast. And he would just take it down, dribble around the keeper and score. And I'm like, that's an assist. That is the definition (laughs) of an
1: assist. That counts.
2: Absolutely counts. Yeah. I would rack those up. Put me on the stats sheet, coach.
1: (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Uh, one more question before I want to get to sort of this force majeure issue that's going on, and I'll explain what that means here in a minute. But uh, let's see here. Really pale guy on Twitter, AKA Garrett, uh, yes. he, he asked, Where is the best seat in Children's Mercy Park? Whole experience is to be evaluated when answering this question.
2: Mm, is there, you know, that's tough because like every uh, seat is great. That's I have an answer. Inarguable.
1: I have an answer. You have an answer? I think what my favorite seat. Box? No, no, no. My favorite seat. I'm just talking like actual seats. My favorite seat, it's it's in the member stand, but it's not in the actual main side of the cauldron. It's where you and I sat for the the AC Milan game. Where it's where it's, I
2: sit always. Where you That's go where I'm sit. at.
1: It's where it's technically part of the member stand because you get access to the members club and you get all those perks and whatnot. But it's it's the little sliver that wraps around the side of the field and it goes almost yep. up to midfield. And you so get you there a don't little get- early. You don't get beer spilt on you from people in the cauldron. You, you get all the perks of, of being in the cauldron. You're still standing and cheering and, and, and all that, but, but it's a little yeah. less rowdy. It's You've given away phenomenal. my secret. It's phenomenal seats. I mean, you're, you're you front t- row. now told people. <laughs> so, but I mean, that's where we sat for, for Milan Bayern and and it was great. Yeah. I wasn't so.
2: going to say that. I mean, obviously I agree <laughs> with you, but like, I wasn't going to tell people that that's well, what I do.
1: So nobody well, there it is. Seats
2: stay out of my section
1: <laughs> uh, i don't want to have to get there three hours early okay no, no. <laughs> it's a, most of the people who listen to us probably already have their established place like well, I think, i'll tell you what
2: though there are no vegan uh food options down there really unless i want some popcorn yeah
1: you, you know, gotta go up to gotta the main go up, man. patio
2: yeah god forbid you worked out your legs
1: that day and now you gotta <laughs> go up some steps yeah <laughs> But, i mean the good thing about children's mercy park is there's not a bad seat in the entire place and that's most soccer stadiums really a you
2: decent know. one i mean if someone invites me to a soccer game hell yeah if someone invites me to a chiefs game my first question is where are the seats at right because i don't really care to go and sit up high because my tv has a great freaking uh, uh camera view and the bathroom's 10 steps
1: away you know what i'm saying and food's a lot cheaper and you don't have food's to cheaper deal parking.
2: i got bags of snacks on the fridge it's all good
1: right yeah i think i mean some people might say the best seat in children's mercy park is is the bud light corner where you can pay whatever it is like 80 bucks and it's all you can eat and drink and you plus you get to watch the game and all that and and if you're into that then hey yeah that's probably a good deal true so yeah
2: and i i like that you know it's a different vantage point but from where i sit is uh it's pretty legit man
1: it's, it's pretty legit you feel real close into that action and and yeah, yeah. i mean the, the viewing angle it's it's more dramatic because you're down basically at field level so you might not be able to see the far corners as well if the action's happening over there but but you can see enough it's you're not getting a bird's eye yeah. view of what's happening but
2: oh you're close I mean, enough that you could get uh you, you could get blasted in the face by uh a kaku you know or uh who, bla- who, bla- who was that it was Who kaku. blasted that dude in the kaku. Face? Kaku. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i so. thought it was uh kaka was that someone was that someone's name
1: yeah, Kaka. Kaka. He's one of the best players in the okay. history of the game.
2: Yes, we got Kaku, we got Kaka, <laughs> I'm all over the place. Yeah, they sound like Star
1: Wars characters. Yeah. They're there are they're a lot of strange, you know, interesting names for, for soccer players. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then you Jawa, get Jawa, the forward. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be surprised. And then you get somebody like on Manchester United Manchester United, you got Fred. Just Fred. Just, just Fred. That's so strange. <laughs> or hulk just another former united player
2: that's a badass name though that's freaking (laughs) cool (laughs) so yeah
1: hulk hulk's a little better than fred so a little bit but
2: yeah i'm not gonna put uh dan on my jersey you know yeah you'd probably put j bone or something no i don't know what i would put but uh all
1: right (laughs) let's let's get to we had a couple people ask um Another Dan asked what's going on with the CBA and how will this affect upcoming season? And then Mansky, what does the force majeure and CBA cancellation mean for the league? So basically for those of you who may not be aware, MLS has informed the players union that it will invoke what's called a force majeure clause in the CBA. So basically what this means is that the CBA, which was negotiated, well, renegotiated in June because they originally negotiated the new CBA in February of 2020. It was never ratified by both sides. It was, they were going to kind of play under it under good faith. And then it got renegotiated in June before the restart. Basically what the force majeure clause says is that the league can opt out of the CBA and force a renegotiation basically for any reason, but they're based what they're saying is we lost a billion dollars in revenue due to COVID we're going to, we can't survive if we lose that much more money. And we will lose that much more money again under the current CBA, given probable attendance restrictions and whatnot for the next year. So we're going to renegotiate and the players union doesn't really have a say in whether they do it or not. It's basically, they just are essentially canceling the CBA and saying, now we're going to have to renegotiate both sides come to an agreement. And yeah, it, it potentially complicates and threatens start of a 2021 season because if the players union can't come to an agreement with the league we might have a work stoppage
2: well that could be uh that could be a catastrophe
1: yeah it's you know here's the quote from deputy commissioner mark abbott unfortunately based on the assessment of public health officials it is clear that the impact of covid19 and the restrictions on attendance at sporting events will continue into the 2021 mls season we recognize the impact that the pandemic has had on our players and appreciate their efforts to restart and complete the 2020 season. But like the other leagues in the United States and Canada, MLS needs to address the ongoing challenges caused by the pandemic and will engage in good faith discussions with our players about ways to manage the significant economic issues we are facing. That's a lot of fancy words to say, we're going to ask the players to take less money. So yeah, okay. That's, that's a good way to put that. That's what it's going to come down to. And it's going to come down to, will the players say, yes. Okay. We see what you're saying and we're going to, we're going to agree to even further reductions than the 5% reduction. They already agreed to back in June, or are they going to say, no, screw you. We're going on strike.
2: knows? stay tuned.
1: (laughs) Holy cow. Yeah. It's, it's tough. We don't know. I mean, that's, that's basically this, this news kind of came out earlier in the day today when we're recording and we haven't that I've seen, I can, I mean, I can look real quick, but at least as of the recording, I hadn't seen a response from the MLS players association. So we'll, uh, Oh, here's one tweet in the last hour. Let's see. Okay. So they did. Here's their statement. This is we're learning this as we go. Oh, this is live. Today, less than one week after players completed the most challenging season in MLS history, the league notified the Major League Soccer Players Association that it intends to invoke the force majeure clause in the collective bargaining agreement. This action sets in motion a process that could result in the league and its owners abandoning the existing collective bargaining agreement and commitments made to players for the second time in less than nine months. It comes in advance of any negotiations and at a time when many players are enjoying time away with their loved ones for the first time in almost a year. After a 2020 season of extreme sacrifice, immeasurable risk to personal health and a remarkable league wide effort to successfully return to play this tone deaf action by the league discredits the previous sacrifices made by the players and the enormous challenges they overcame in 2020. So,
2: well, this sounds, this sounds promising. I'm
1: sure everything will work out. (laughs) This sounds very amicable and that they will all get together hug and sing kumbaya dude i uh that doesn't sound promising at
2: all and sounds like we need to get uh tim milia uh players
1: association representative on here to tell us what's really going on that's not a bad idea maybe uh sometime in 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 the i can talk words uh sometime after the new year maybe we'll see if we can uh, get tim on here i'm sure he's not going to want to come onto the pod and and divulge any details that may derail their negotiations but we'll uh we'll see what we can do and maybe it's after they come to an agreement we get tim back on and we say hey what what was happening were you, how blindsided were you guys and what did you do <laughs> so that works but it's it's not a positive step i'll say that so we'll see but yeah like i said stay tuned man everything's gonna everything's gonna change yeah so well, that's all I got for this week, man. There's not a lot of sporting news, but that Forest Major thing kind of threw a whole wrench into everything.
2: Yeah, it. Uh, uh, I think we'll we'll start hearing things real soon. You know.
1: Yep. Hopefully next week there'll be uh, some some maybe some more roster news. I mean, there's people sniffing around Buzio. We didn't really talk about that because people have been sniffing around Buzio for what three years now. You know, Liverpool, Barcelona, Juventus, all of them usual suspects. Right right so, all those rumors are still out there we'll talk about that more next week maybe if, if more develops but but yeah i think that's all we got for this week so thank you guys so much for listening make sure you uh follow us on twitter at no other pod at dan Couser, at jc max 03 like us on facebook facebook.com slash no other pod shoot us an email no other pod at gmail.com and yeah make sure you check out tushy bidets hello tushy.com slash no other for your 10% off discount automatically applied and leave us that five star rating and review but until next time he's dan i'm jimmy happy new year and we'll talk to y'all later see ya happy new year i was gonna say it first but jimmy said it first so happy new year